Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode seven of High Character. My name is Cameron, and I'm here with my good friend, Evan. Evan, how's it going, man? Not too bad. Pretty tired. We are coming off of just recording the interview for episode six, so double podcast night. But yeah, feeling good. Ready to get this one banged out? Yeah, double pod night for us. Uh, This episode is our series preview for the upcoming weekend. UMass is playing the University of Maine in Amherst on Friday and Saturday, which uh, should be another another series uh, like the one against LIU for UMass. Uh, Maine is not not a very good team this year. They're bottom of the Hockey East, very low in the pairwise. They're 54th in pairwise. So uh, we're really looking forward to UMass taking care of business this weekend. Yeah, that, that 100% has to be the case this week. Um serious pairwise implications if we don't i mean there's a reason why these guys are ranked so i mean they're four 16 and four um on the plus side it's good to see ben Barr again he's going to be coming back it's going to be a little bittersweet with the passing of their former coach uh red gendron um who was also a assistant coach i think it was back in the late 2000s um maybe mid 2000s for umass um Really unfortunate circumstance, but Ben Barr is now at the helm. Um, it's going to be good to see him again. Um, they're, they're definitely, I mean, Maine's definitely on an upward trajectory, in my opinion. Like, we know that Ben Barr is a seriously good recruiter. It was a big blow for UMass when he left before. He just needs a little bit of time. You know, he, he, it's just like what Carvel did. He's basically taken a group of players that isn't really his and is just trying to get through that first season and get his guys in. I think they're going to have a really bright future. It's just they're not there just yet. Right. And obviously, as most of you guys know, Ben Barr, part of the the uh, newly forming Carvel coaching tree out of UMass. And uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely rooting for him. We hope he can get uh, a situation like UMass had. I mean, Carvel's first year, he was 5-29-2. And two. Uh, ben Barr with Maine kind of trending towards a similar season this year. So uh, we're rooting for him to, to turn it around. But in the meantime... Uh, UMass is playing two against them and something that you really want to take advantage of. I mean, uh, Maine is, has zero road wins. Uh, they're zero nine and one versus ranked opponents that ranked opponent, uh, that tied them as BC, by the way, which shouldn't have even been ranked, but, uh, anyway, yeah, they're, they're just a team that we, we really should be, uh, taking care of business here, especially at home in front of the home fans. It's, uh, Time to it's time to pad that hockey east points total. 100 percent All right. So uh let's I guess jump into the to the leading scores of both teams. Obviously, on the UMass side, it has been for a little bit and probably will be through the rest of the season. It's Bobby Trevino. Uh he's coming off hockey east player of the week last week with that five-point game performance. Uh also announced this week him and uh, Morrow are finalists for the Walter Brown Award, which is the the best American uh, college hockey player in New England, which is very cool. Yeah, it's completely deserved by both of them. They've been unbelievable this season for UMass, and just in the grand scheme of hockey East in general, they've been top players. Um, uh, yeah, so Bobby has thirty points this year, fourteen goals. He's the the team leader in both of those categories. He is uh, first first in points among Hockey East players in in conference, which is which is really cool. 
So, yeah, obviously, we talk about Bobby all the time. He's won two out of the last three CCC awards for us in our in our game recap. So, uh, just, yeah, you hear his name a lot, and you will continue to. And then on the main side, their main score uh, points-wise is Lyndon Vreen. He has 13 points. And uh, their leader in goals is Donovan. Uh, I, I I won't even begin to try to pronounce his last name, but uh, there's a hyphen and then Hool, who has eight goals. Um, and yeah, so that's the leading scores for Maine. And those are, if those seem like low totals, they are because Maine is a very poor offensive team this year. Yeah, that's definitely the one thing that I noticed about checking out their schedule. Like they'll they'll be very inconsistent in their scoring. Like they'll have stretches where they won't score more than maybe two goals a game. Usually you're trying to hit that three goal mark. You know, you, the, the classic hockey score tends to be a three, two win. So if you can kind of get above that two goal mark, you're in good shape, but they'll go for quite a while where you can't score more than two goals. And then they'll bust out a four five, six goal performance out of nowhere. And then they're still potentially on the cards to lose because their defense is also pretty poor. So it, it gets into a tough scenario where they really need to, blast out some goals to really have a shot but also not be complete garbage in their own end as well right and i and the numbers really point that out as a team they have 1.9 goals per game this year uh they give up 3.3 goals per game which just shows you right there that definitely equates to the four and 16 record and then their power play also really struggles they they only score on 11.7 percent of their power plays so uh an offense that that leaves a lot to be desired. And um, yeah, it, it makes you wonder, uh, especially after last week, maybe who, who should UMass start in goal? We saw, um, we saw Murray start game one against LIU. And then we saw Pavisic start game, game two and throw up a really good performance, just one goal. So uh, maybe that might be more of a debate this weekend against a, a poor opponent in Maine. Yeah, it very well could be. Um, I'm still personally of the opinion that you roll with Murray for now. I mean, you always want to give him as much momentum as humanly possible going up into the playoff series that's going to be happening in a couple weeks. Um, but yeah, it, it, it definitely feels good to not have a questionable backup, you know, someone that you can really can place some confidence in throwing him into the net if need be. Um, but again, I don't see that necessarily being an issue. Um, that's going to be one of the points I'm going to talk about in a little bit later on. Um, we really need to be solid defensively this, this series. We had a couple of hiccups against LIU. If there's any team that you're going to try and fix that against and it's going to show, it's going to be against Maine. Like, we have to be – if you let in more than a goal or two against these guys, there's, that's, that's a serious issue in my opinion. We really need to make sure that we're solid in that back end because you want to have Murray picking up some momentum – you don't want to even give him a remote possibility of getting pulled and shatter his confidence. Like this should be an easy series. This should be a good time to get the boys rolling, get it done. Right. And uh, you, we talk about you, you thinking Murray is going to be, you're going to be starting both games. I just, I just want to read off his stats because I don't think enough people are giving him credit for the season that he's having so far. So he's, his record as a goalie is 14, seven and two. Uh, the only game he doesn't have a, uh, game registered on there was the last game against LIU. He has 2.37 goals per game against and a sparkling uh, 9.47 save percentage. So um, yeah, Murray really, I mean, 
it's it's surprising, but he has been under the radar for a lot of people this season. And that that should also be something that you know, if the, if the stats nerds that are watching this can kind of think about, like if you if your goals against average is still relatively low, but you have a shining save percentage like that, means we're giving up a lot of shots. Mm-hmm. Now that could be that could be a case of are they good quality shots? Who knows? You know, and obviously recency bias will show. Yeah, three goals on thirteen shots, whatever. Before that. He was doing damn well. There's, there, you know, there really shouldn't be a question about who the, who the starting goalie should ever really be. It's always going to be Murray. You know what I mean? Like right. that was a hiccup. It happens. Wasn't even hundred percent on him. Sometimes you just need to pull the goalie and get a spark. You know, again, that happened in the BU game, pulled Murray. We all of a sudden started storming back with a bunch of goals. Sadly, it was too little too late, but that doesn't mean in any stretch of the imagination that we shouldn't be thinking that Murray's the guy. Right, and you make a good point there. Uh, UMass actually averages more shots against than they do shots for, and as the sixth-ranked team in pairwise, that's uh, it's pretty interesting note. Uh, speaking of sixth and pairwise, I just I just felt like I wanted to share this quote from Carvel earlier in the week. Uh, this is from Nathan Strauss on Twitter. Uh, so he asked Carvel uh, what his thoughts were. Um, on the pairwise rankings and how much uh, weight he puts on those. Carvel responded with, what are we in pairwise? Uh, the answer was six. And Carvel said, I love pairwise. So uh, yeah, I love pairwise too. If it's going to, if it's getting us closer to that one seed in the national tournament, for sure. Yeah. Don't we all, if the pairwise is better than what the polls are saying, pairwise is the way to go. Always absolutely <laughs> love pairwise. Yep. I agree with you there. And then, yeah, so we talked about Murray. Uh, we talked a little bit about Pavisic. And then on the main side, uh, I think we think that uh, um, Victor Osman, the sophomore goalie, is going to be the starting netminder for um, Maine this, this weekend. Yeah, I mean, it kind of seems like looking at his stats, I mean, a 3.16 goals against average and a 900 save percentage. Dude, he's at that 900 mark. I mean, for, for a goals against average, that's – not ideal I feel like those stats really aren't that terrible on a team that's really not giving him much goal support to go off of anyway so he could easily put up a very valiant effort against us and he can make some crazy saves I don't think that it's going to be an easy time necessarily scoring on that specific goalie I feel like it might be more of a of an issue of his defense rather than the goalie's ability himself yeah, and, and he's kind of earned it this year. I mean, their starting goaltender at the beginning of the season was Matt Thyssen, uh, and he, in his first seven games, had zero wins. So they kind of made the switch there, and uh, Osman's been pretty solid. I think I think his his record paired with that save percentage and goals against average is just kind of tells you that a lot of the games that Maine plays are pretty low scoring. They don't score a lot of goals. They don't give up a ton of goals, uh, but – yeah, I think it'll just be key for for UMass to scratch across a few, and then should be should be okay in these games. Hundred percent. Yeah. All right. So, uh, any more any more keys to UMass victory that you uh, you were thinking about? I mean, it's really just hammering away the idea we just need to not be stupid defensively. Like, the this is not a team that's going to be going crazy. That's just going to be blowing your head off with toe drags and snipes top corner. Like. I feel like they're going to play pretty gritty. You know, they're just going to try and get pucks to the net. And I mean, that's the thing that we've been kind of allowing is getting pucks to the net. 
but we need to make sure that they're low quality opportunities, you know, little crappy shots from the point, clearing out the net, making all the smart plays. We can't let them get any sort of chances because this is a good team to practice that type of game plan onto. Because I don't feel like we're, if we just play normal defensive, like solid hockey like that, they're not going to punish us. And that just paves the way to an easy dub. Right. And I don't, I don't necessarily think UMass's defense as a whole has been, has been poor necessarily lately. I think uh, the key to winning uh, this weekend and in the weeks going forward is you really have to limit those odd man breaks. We saw it a lot, a lot this season, a couple of times in the, the high profile games at Michigan saw it a few times against LIU uh it's just really have to limit those odd man chances that teams seem to be capitalizing keep capitalizing on us yeah it's 100 percent like just an idea of just playing extremely clean hockey because that's what's going to win us a championship that's what's going to win us games in the playoffs in the tournament is just limiting mistakes making sure that we can just play to the highest pedigree that we can and because if you give you know i said this i think last episode too on the other series preview if you give a team anything that's that's enough you know what I mean like if as long as we just smother them and shut them down and we don't even give them a chance to get into the game we're in amazing shape for sure and uh I I just asked one thing of UMass this weekend I asked it last time I didn't really get it just don't scare us yeah (laughs) just jump out to an early lead and keep it that's all I'm asking it should be doable against this team should be doable against other teams on the schedule the rest of the year just just don't scare us how about that I think the boys are going to be buzzing seeing Ben Barr again. I think we're going to have to give him a hell of a game, you know, remind him what he's missing right now, basically at UMass. I think that's going to be the key. You know, I'm not saying he necessarily misses. I think he's loving the head coaching gig. I think he's loving the salary. He's loving the change of scenery. He's probably loving it there, but let's give him some high character hockey, show him what's up and make sure that we play the right way. Yeah. I'm sure it'll, I'm sure it'll ignite Carvel's, uh, competitiveness seeing his old buddy across the across the rink that'll be cool certainly. to watch certainly. all right anything else um no that's really it honestly all right i just wanted to say congrats mitchell chafee for getting called up that's pretty cool uh called up oh yeah minnesota going to the wild. minnesota wild yeah yep just that's just of note but uh other than that yeah i think i think that's about all we had uh have fun if you guys are headed out to mullins this weekend, we will be in attendance at that those games. So if you see us, feel free to stop by and say hello. Yeah, definitely. Um, section T, forget what row, but yeah, if you see us, you're going to see the Kale jersey. You're going to see the Ferraro jersey. You guys will know where to see us. So. Yeah. All right. And with that, I guess we'll uh, say bye. Yeah. Go UMass. Go UMass. Take care, everybody.